0: what is up everybody that girl danny back with another episode of off the cuff podcast this is episode 22 so glad to be back tonight i actually have a very special guest on the show as we said last time uh we were gonna have a guest Kat said I was a celebrity. I'll let y'all <laughs> decide. But without much further ado, I'm going to let my guest introduce herself.
1: Hello, I am Mercedes, or Mercedes Webb, for those of you that know me intimately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mercedes, it's yes. good to see you. You too.
1: Miss Danny. not Danielle. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I go by the name that I knew you from way back yeah. when.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, Mercedes and I... Our old school. We will go way back. Super old. Back to middle school?
1: Yeah. Yeah, middle school.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, middle school. But I i am so glad that you agreed to be on tonight. I'm excited. I've been watching you, girl, doing your thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. and I want to know a little bit more about that. Uh mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so sh- shoot your shot, girl. T- hype yourself up. Um.
1: Well, I am a young woman. Still in her prime. No. um, I am a mother. I am a soon-to-be entrepreneur. I am a Mm. nurse by trade. And um, I am now a model, too. Nice. And I do a few little commercials, so... Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, really excited. <laughs> really
0: excited. Yeah, you know what? I was actually going to ask you earlier, what is your job? And you just told us you were yep. a nurse. Yep, that I'm could... a nurse
1: by trade. So I'm a director of operations Ooh. for the San Antonio area. It's, it's a very loaded title and I love it. Yeah, um, give it to us. Yeah. So what I do is I help those who maybe cannot ha- get to a doctor I bring the doctor to them at their home that keeps our, our family and our friends out of the hospital and from circulating in and out of the ER. That's awesome. So
0: so that's what I do for my nine to five. So you don't actually work. Do you work in a hospital Mm, or no, you're going to homes?
1: Yeah. Homes and, and talking to other folks who help um, patients as well. And we all come together to give that patient what they need at home.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So like, um, Not hospice, right? No, not hospice. I did do that
1: for a while, though,
0: too. So just just care in general, like they need... Yeah, I get them their PCP. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I get them a
1: PCP for home, whether it be permanent or temporary. That way, again, like I said, they don't fall back into the system, which is the hospital system. Yeah. So...
0: Which can be a little bit scary, I think.
1: It is very scary, and it's very overwhelming for them, Mm -hmm. for families, and honestly, it's such a wheelhouse that so many people go in and come out very unprepared so they end up going right back in so if i can yeah. make any difference in that it's wonderful
0: right so you, are you like an advocate for the patients
1: absolutely yeah. we are we are always an advocate for the patients
0: that's good i'm i so, didn't know that there was such a job yeah yeah
1: <laughs> well you know there was it was there and then covid hit and people didn't want to go to the doctor anymore
0: mm-hmm. because
1: they didn't want to be around other people so what better way? That's when we really skyrocketed is people were like, yeah, I really need to see somebody at home.
0: Which makes sense because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's very relatable. I know yeah. me personally, that was what scared me is like I could I could never go to the hospital because yeah. I feel like I won't yeah. come out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: know that's terrible to say, no. but I just, yeah. So if we can see them at home, why not? If we can keep them out of the ER, mm-hmm. if we can do everything that they need at home, yeah. then they don't have to go back there.
0: So. Do you think that, something like that could well maybe not but like could change I guess the hospital industry like maybe hospitals aren't needed as much because you can provide care at home it depends what
1: the other entities do so for example home health um, if home health can do that if the IV companies can continue to do that. And so really and truly, we all can do it. It's if Medicare guidelines and Medicare will pay for it and things like that. So it it all has limitations, but that's definitely where we're going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I hope to see some improvements with insurance because, man, I feel like that can make or break a situation, right? Like you have these options, but guess what? You got to pay out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And people can't do that. No,
1: they can't. So So it's wonderful. Um, There's a lot of concierge physicians Mm -hmm. which are people like back in the old days that would go to your house with this doctor bag that's a concierge yeah those people pay out of pocket for that yeah so who obviously can get that those that can afford it sure whereas we can hit everybody that has insurance or medicare Mm -hmm. which is our family and friends right so that's awesome bringing that same kind of care
0: yeah Mm -hmm. well that's awesome I, i i i genuinely did not know that that's what your job was yeah um and you mentioned that you are doing some modeling. Yes. So. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to know about this because, y'all, yeah, okay, if you know Mercedes, you know Mercedes is beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. So, you're so sweet. I, it's not a surprise to me that you're doing that. But I didn't, I mean, what I've seen on social media recently, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is new. Yeah, yeah. So. So um, I had a friend. I'm like, well,
1: in the beginning. Now, <laughs> in about February of 2022, I had a friend who was making mocktails. Oh. Her name is yeah. Larissa. Yeah. So uh, she was like, hey, girl, I'm going to have this grand opening for my mocktail reveal. I would love for you to come take some pictures. And I'm thinking like camera phone pictures. Yeah, let's take some pictures. And then like two days later, she's like, hey, girl, so... um I really have this, I have this outfit, I have this Marie Antoinette thought, I want to put cotton candy on the hair, (laughs) and I was like, oh, okay, and I'm still, I'm not even putting things together, and then she's like, but I want to put it on you, (laughs) and I was like, oh, well, I thought, what are we doing, and she's like, no, I'm going to take photographs of you, I'm like, oh, and she's like, so on Saturday at about seven o'clock in the morning, the makeup artist will be there at your house, and I was like, what, wait, what, what happened, what just happened, I thought I was just going to go taste it, you know, (laughs) So we did that. It was a hit. It was beautiful. It was so much fun. And um, I dabbled in it when I was a teenager in high school. Mm -hmm. But if you know anything about modeling, it is very time consuming. Mm -hmm. Things come up out of nowhere. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And for my mother, who was a single mom, Mm -hmm. you can't just drop everything to head to a casting. Sure. You know? Um, and it does get a little bit pricey initially because there are tools for the trade that you need to purchase. Oh, so, okay. um, so I just kind of thought about it and sat on it and people were like, oh, I love these photos. You should do it. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go and try it out. So she had another one and she was like, hey, I want you to wear my wedding dress. We're going to do this wedding commercial for the ultimate wedding experience. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm going to get your makeup done. And I was like, yeah, girl, let's do it. Did it, it came out wonderful, and I was just like, you know what, let's do this. So, I made me a comp card, which is basically like a resume for modeling with like my best pictures, threw it out there, joined an agency, started getting photos, and so I've been doing that. So, you're with an agency right now, I'm with an agency. Oh, my -hmm. goodness, that is so awesome! Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so I've done a few commercials for um, uh, a whiskey here in. In. I've done the that. Rico's commercial even with Rico's? Rico's cheese girl. That's when I know I've made it big. That's how Stop. I got caught with my
0: daughter. Okay. You going to send me this I wanna see this commercial. I'm telling yes. you, I was going through Instagram and I was like she, she was, yeah, her. I think <laughs> I didn't know her. And, like, it was you, and I was like, okay, this is embarrassing, but also, I watched it again, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, because yeah. you had posted, like, a. it almost seemed like a behind-the-scenes, what, yeah. what did you call it, a BTS? A BTS yeah. I want to start using that, uh-huh. I feel so like, I'm in, I'm in the crowd <laughs> You're now. in the know. Yes, yeah. No, I, I feel like you posted some behind-the-scenes photos, but I thought... You were hanging out with friends making drinks. You Uh you were making a whole damn commercial. Yeah, I was
1: making a a commercial. (laughs) And every time we do a commercial, we do a photo shoot with it. So they throw different things out there. Okay,
0: so what is it called again? Branded? Nine Banded. Nine Banded. I was so off.
1: No, I said it like that for like three months.
0: Nine Um, Banded. Yes. And so they
1: are a local whiskey company based out of Austin. And they call it Nine Banded because they're... um, Mascot is an armadillo and I guess it has nine oh, thingies on yeah. it? Yeah. The back yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super sweet people, really good people, and, and it's a local business, so and, and then I love that. And then there's Rico's cheese. And who doesn't love Rico's cheese? Girl? First of all. I mean mm-hmm. that's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And everything I made I got to How eat. did you
0: get that? How did you get hooked up
1: with that? They work with the same people as nine bandits, like oh, okay. the marketing, and they were like, Hey, would you like to I was like, say less. You said cheese and I said left. Right. You said cheese uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I'm in. I'm down. Yeah. So that was really fun to do that commercial. And um, so, yeah, just dabbling here and there, doing some um, photography here and there. Yeah. I've been published in a couple magazines already. So that's really exciting. Yeah. I think three. Three. As of now, we're waiting to hear some other ones. My goal is Vogue weddings because we took some really great photographs for Vogue weddings. Yeah,
0: that's huge. That would be
1: great. That would be so great. Yeah,
0: I I want to say this, and I hope that I don't offend you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's because I when I think about models, I feel like a lot, especially like when I think about the more you know, like the celebrity models, right? They probably got their start at a younger age. Yeah. But I think about you and I'm like, dang, she is doing it. Which you don't look your age anyway, so... yeah. No,
1: and that's okay. And I get that. And trust me, I think about it every time I go to a casting. Unfortunately, I do think about that because some of these girls come to these castings with abs. And first of all, I want to say that's disrespectful. Okay?
0: (laughs) You woke up and chose violence. I know,
1: for real. No, nowhere did this say come with
0: abs. Right. But
1: um, no, you're absolutely right. We are... As far as we have come and still have work to do, sure, uh, modeling is
0: much more inclusive now. I, I do see that. I it's do much that. more
1: inclusive. Um, in fact, there was, there was a swimsuit casting last week that I didn't go to because I didn't feel comfortable yet with my body. Yeah. But my friend who's in my agency um, is a plus size model. And she went and I'm like, oh, that's freaking awesome. And she got it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just so it's so different, and then the age range is everywhere. I've been in fashion shows where the age, um, the oldest person there was like in their sixties. Yeah, you know. So it's so much more inclusive. I think that's what allows me to do that. I would have loved to have really pushed through when I was younger, but like I said, sure. there were hurdles,
0: and then there were things lives. were different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but
1: right now I'm capable of doing it. I can kind of finagle my schedule sometimes during the weekends and at night Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. so it works out but yeah definitely I'm not like I'm not 18 and I'm not 21 definitely right but um (laughs) it keeps also me in check so that I keep myself in whatever kind of shape that I want to be in you know what I mean so it also has an
0: incentive to it right
1: you know and it's fun it's fun yeah I
0: imagine I think Mm -hmm. for me I think it would be like the styling part
1: Yes. I get to think of concepts. I get to get my creativity out.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you can put your input as well. Yes, absolutely. I can That's put my awesome. concepts
1: in there. Um, but for me, to be honest, I think not just my creativity, but I, at heart, I'm a very emotional introvert and uh, very closed off with deep things mm. so this allows me to be creative to get out of my own little box to get out of my own head mm. and just have fun and kind of get lost in it for a couple yeah. hours too so what, it's a way to express yourself yeah
0: absolutely that's awesome absolutely. yeah I did um and man I, I I know we didn't talk for a very long time mm-hmm. I wish I did mm-hmm. talk to you when I was doing photography because mm-hmm. I would have had fun I yeah. did I worked with a few people yeah I will share, and it could have been who I was working with in particular, but Mm -hmm. I sort of, I worked with a few models Uh and because of my experience with them, I was like, I think I'm going to stick to commercial photography because a product is different than a person. But I also had to respect their vision because although I had, because since I was doing it for school, Mm -hmm. um, I was putting out ads and I think the Uh, we kind of were doing like a barter, right? So you're giving me, you're modeling for me. I'm giving you free photos out of it. And so it. For a little while there, it turned into, like, I was doing a lot of these edits, and I'm like, well, I really wasn't... That's not
1: the look I was going for. Right. I wanted more raw or whatever. Yeah,
0: so I had to kind of, you know, pick my battles with that. And so in the end, I was like, I don't know if this is the route that I want to take, but it was definitely a good Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. just to work with different people and to get their take on what it was that they were looking for. Sometimes the relationship was good. Other times it was like, really. Let me just give you your pictures, and we yeah, we'll be good.
1: There's um, <laughs> I encourage you to get back out there. There's mm-hmm. a group called Essay Creatives.
0: I think I follow them. Yeah,
1: and they are a bunch of literal creatives out here, really? and they will have meetups. You don't have to be a part of the club or anything. They yes. say, hey, photographers, we're gonna meet here. Anybody who wants to take pictures at that time, meet there. This is the theme. You know, and one of them was, like, futuristic. I think it was 80s punk futuristic whatever. So I went and did that at Hopscotch, and photographers are there, and you just take a picture of whoever, and you get people's handles. And, you know, so when you post them, you just – and that's it. That's it. And it's just – it was a lot of fun. You get to meet different people, and some of us are like, hey, let's work together again. And um, I personally don't really ask anybody to edit anything except for, like – my frown lines. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can you, can you just get, can you blur it just a little bit?
0: (laughs) Add a soft filter. I know, I
1: know. Blur me out. just a bit. (laughs) But that's the only thing um, I'm ever kind of, but most people, if you respect the other person, Mm -hmm. I haven't had any bad, well, I lie. No, I haven't. I haven't had any bad um, cases with any photographers, Mm -hmm. but if you respect them and if you're like, hey, I want to do a shoot with you if you have the concept, I'm going to do your concept and I'm going to roll with it and throw you ideas yeah. and, and we move like that and I think that's why people don't mind working with me because I'm like, okay, let's jump off of your idea and if yeah. you like that, we'll keep going that way Yeah. or if not, let's go this way or what were you thinking? You know what I mean? So- yeah. It allows us both to be creative. So I sure. encourage you to get back into it.
0: Yeah, I have been uh, thinking about it because mm-hmm. a lot of what I did was in Austin. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Austin is saturated with photographers. Mm. I feel like everybody at the time wanted to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in a time where I was becoming a mom. I'm like, this isn't paying the bills. Yeah. So that's kind of what. It's more it, of a hobby. It became a hobby. Yeah. And then.
1: Unless you're a wedding photographer or you do special occasions.
0: Yeah. You know. I had started doing that. And mm-hmm. I was, to be honest, where I was getting most of my business. But mm-hmm. what happened was, is I was getting most of my business from friends and family. And they mm-hmm. wanted the friends discount. and family discount. And am are
1: like, like, no. Because CPS doesn't give a friends and family right? discount.
0: Right. <laughs> Right, thank you. So I just it was one of those things where I had to decide, yeah. you know, what I needed to do and because I was, you know, coming into motherhood, I'm like mm-hmm. I got to I got to pay yeah. bills. So yeah. I had unfortunately put it aside and then I uh, my equipment was stolen. Oh. And so that's kind of where yeah. it stopped, you know, yeah, cuz like, I like well, then forget it. I was, you know, it got me, yeah. it got me right where it hurt yeah. and uh, I was like, you know, and I had told myself I was going to replace it, but you know, time went on mm-hmm. and I just never did. So mm-hmm. It's kind of come up right in conversations, or and you take a lot
1: of pictures on your site. Yeah, um, I do
0: love Instagram. I love the 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 street art. I love anytime I see it, I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of that. Yeah,
1: no, you should. I encourage you to get back in it because it doesn't have to be that pressure. And if you want to do it, there are people out there. There's so many people. There's people who who are doing a very good job too. But everybody's got to start somewhere. Sure, you know.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, Are there any I mean, do you have anybody that you look up to or any like influences? Any influences,
1: you know, to be honest, I don't, not anyone in particular. I have, um, like I said, I, I make my circle very small intentionally Sure. and, um, I went through a divorce and that was incredibly hard mm. for me. I was married over a decade, mm. so that was, it was very hard. There's children involved, you know, all of that. And where I found that I had um, gained strength was from hearing other women state what they wanted to do and not waiting for New Year's, not waiting mm-hmm. for my birthday, not waiting for Monday. I want to do this now. I want to feel this now. I want to try this. I want to experience this. Mm-hmm. And so I will honestly say women in general that I have surrounded myself with that have went through different Difficult things Mm. are what inspire me to keep going.
0: Yeah.
1: That gives me strength because when you're down, you really feel like you're the only one going through. For sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you're you're the worst mom or you're the worst wife or ex wife or whoever, you know, and you're the only one feeling it. So women in general and the tight circle that I made, Mm. those people inspired me to keep going.
0: That's great. Yeah, I I I I 100% agree with that. I uh, full disclosure, I was thinking of your response to be something else, but that's a perfect answer. Just because it's very relatable, and I think those are probably it. It's natural for us to want to look up to like maybe a celebrity or something mm-hmm. like that. But I think when you have them in your circle, yeah, it's more meaningful because you know that you can go to those people. yeah. And, yeah. I had a
1: friend who was in who is. In her 70s. And I remember her telling me she was having her own issues. And she said, you know, I don't want to be 70 something still going through this. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm 30 something. Yeah. Do I need to go? No, absolutely not. I don't need to go through this. What am I waiting for? Why am I waiting to live my life? Sure. So it was just different women like that going through things, different women who have tried and failed and kept trying, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that was inspirational to me. That gave me a little more uh, push and drive to not be so fearful Mm -hmm. of the unknown.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's great. And you know what? And I think that you, and you probably are a part of someone's circle too, you know, because like i said before you're doing your you doing you're doing what you want to do you're doing yeah. your thing right and if yeah. modeling is what it what it is um i look look at it from you did not put limitations on yourself cuz so many people would have looked at it and said i don't know if i want to do that yeah i'm not young enough right yeah. Yeah. and so whenever i see people not even using age as a factor mm-hmm. i'm like yes yes yeah. and i and i tie that into a lot of things right Working out, yeah. Making a career change, like we don't need to be putting age on anything. Picking up a new hobby, anything. Yeah, Yeah. just go and
1: do it. Like, like you said earlier, why wait till the new year to start something? I just Mm want to start it.
0: Just do it. I just want to do it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I love that. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm gonna kind of switch gears here a little bit. Okay, but I'm wondering, can you for the audience, right? Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about your background?
1: Oh, okay. Well. By background, I'm thinking you mean where I was brought up and mm-hmm. possibly racial or all of that. So I am from San Antonio, Texas. I am from the south side. Ayo. Yeah, went to Harlandale. <laughs> um, graduated from there. Also went to Trinity. But my family is um, very colorful mm. in, in personality and physically. We are, or I am made up of both... Hispanic, uh, well, both Mexican, Puerto Rican, and black. So that is what my background is. Sure. However, I was raised with my mother, who mm. is Mexican and Puerto Rican. Mm. So I was raised mostly in the Hispanic population. Sure. Things like that. So Nice. Yeah.
0: Do you think that... And so I... I I bring this up because we are celebrating Black mm-hmm. History Month, right? Mm-hmm. And I have learned a lot mm-hmm. uh, doing my own research. I don't know. I'm I'm lying. I do know. I became very intrigued with uh, Black culture in general because mm-hmm. of the unfortunate things that are happening to Black people in our society. Yeah. And I am trying to really wrap my head around a lot of things. And not only that, trying to figure out ways of how I could... Um, contribute in a positive way yeah. to all of that, bring things to light. And instead of just talking about it, mm-hmm. um, let's do something about it. Yes. Um. So I'd like to have the conversation, right? Because sure. I think, I think it's important, but it also just kind of gives the audience a different perspective. And mm-hmm. that's what, that's the whole purpose of the conversation. Yeah. But going back to your background, right? You share that you grew up with your mom. That's mm-hmm. who raised you. Yes. Do you feel like, your how you were raised or how you grew up shaped who you are today
1: absolutely i absolutely feel that way i um in my heart i feel like i'm just this slightly spanish-speaking woman (laughs) um i say slightly because you know how that goes yeah (laughs) um but i also feel like i feel like i or i know i didn't know i was different for a long time, while I went to school, until we start talking about certain things that make Black people distinctive from um, mm. any other race, such as like hair, even skin color. I'm yeah. I'm a very light person, but I guess at the time I wasn't lighter than who I was around, whatever sure. that was. Um, so then I started to realize that I was different. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say I got bullied or anything like that. There were a couple N bombs that did happen to me throughout school. Mm and, um, things like that, things that happened that I thought, why didn't it affect everybody? Why is it just bothering me? Mm. We're all human. You know, I just, Mm. things like that. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Because I, although I felt that I was this, I've never denied that I was black, but I'm being brought up in a culture that is Latin.
0: Right, mm-hmm. or Hispanic,
1: or where, however you want to talk about it. I don't feel, and it always kind of hurt my feelings that in the area that we lived in, if you weren't that kind of brown or very light skin, yeah, then who were you? Mm. And it kind of gave me the, it, it that's kind of how it was, yeah. you know, who Who are you? Nobody ever saw me as that, as them. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody. It sounds funny, but, um, I didn't realize it was important to me until one day, one day I was working and I worked at a dental office and this man walks in and he looks like me. He looks light skinned. He looks black. Um, he walks in and there's a Hispanic woman sitting next to me and she's darker and there's another Hispanic woman sitting on the other side of me and she's lighter Mm -hmm. and he didn't go to either one of those. He went to somebody who looked like him and started speaking Spanish right away. And I've never had anyone have the assumption that I would speak Spanish. And that sounds silly, but it meant the world to me. Because mm. I felt like somebody saw me as one of them yeah. instead of the other yeah. all the time. How yeah. I was always seen. So yeah. That's been, that's probably the hardest part about being me is just being mixed is wonderful, I guess. You know, you have to learn to embrace and be happy that you're mixed. But while you're going through it, you never fully fit in places because you're Hispanic, but you're black because people are looking at you because you're black. But then you're black, but then you're, you know, maybe you're not black enough. Sure. So, and then, and then on the Hispanic side, so many things were made or originated from the African culture. Mm -hmm. And so there, there are some in the Hispanic side that don't want to recognize that, whether mm-hmm. it be musically, whether it be some of the language, whether it be styles in general, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, or even your heritage. All this twenty three and me, and people are like, "What? I have African in me?" Well, yeah, yeah, you know, if you really look at our lineage and and how things were taking over here in the Americas and things like that, sure, you would, that would almost be a common sense type thing. So, um. But yeah, so that, I think, I didn't have a hard time growing up, but I had a hard time understanding or trying to figure out who I was. Sure. In in all of these
0: places. Sure. You know. And from a kid perspective, right, because I think even re- when I remember hanging out with you, going mm-hmm. to your house, I mm-hmm. feel like, and it's probably because your mom, because she's got, I feel some strong Puerto Rican roots. Mm-hmm. So I always identified yes. with you as like Hispanic, right? Yeah. Like I knew you weren't. Mm-hmm. But I know ne- but it also never I never sat here and thought like what is yeah. what is Mercedes? Yeah. I Mercedes is my friend. Yes. Yes. I, I it wasn't anything that ever like dawned on me and I think even as kids we probably weren't aware of some of those things that mm-hmm. people go through, right? We don't see it. Um and I I try to think I try to imagine how would I feel if somebody dropped an n-bomb to you like would I defend you know yes. I don't know it's a lot of those things yes. I think now it's very different now I have a zero tolerance yes. for that you know it's like okay come on yeah we're, pe- we're better than that yeah but I don't think that I ever really took the time to think. obviously because we're kids right mm-hmm. who's thinking that deeply yeah. you know um you mentioned just kind of like you know who you identify with more, what you identify mm-hmm. with. I think one of the interesting thing, things, and it's only because I read an article recently that um, there's talk of adding that a, a race onto you know when you mm-hmm. ed, your your yes. ethnicity and your race. And yeah. I struggle with that because the options are uh, race white and then ethnicity. It's like Hispanic yes. or Latino, and I'm like, I'm not white though. What is that yeah, about?
1: Exactly.
0: And so, but I I get it, but I don't. But one of the things that they were talking about was. Adding a race specifically for Afro Latinos, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, I was like, that's and and I ha- and I wonder when you are filling that out, mm-hmm. how how do you identify?
1: So for years, especially when I was applying to colleges, I just would put that I was a female, and I would put other because there is
0: other. I didn't even because
1: How many checks can I put in? Or some of them say, just check one. Check one. And that's unfair. Or Mm. on the other side of it, I was like, I don't want to be in anybody's box. So I'm just going to put other. They either accept me or they don't. Mm. Um, Now I check off as many boxes as I want to. Right. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm this and I'm that and I'm this. I'm almost everything but Asian. Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I I am very much of the, I am Afro-Latina. Mm. I will tell you, I'm not ashamed of anything that I am. And I will absolutely tell you that. I think that there are people on both sides that don't fully recognize us. And we're, we're a big part of the population. We definitely are.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that's, I think you, and you said not related to this conversation, but just kind of how, others are more accepting right Mm -hmm. we 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 understand and I although it has been for some hard conversations because a lot of what I see now in the area of educating right is when we talk about what really happened when you know others came to the United States right we talk about land and claiming land and Um, I've had to take some time to really learn about some things because there were things even about my people that I I was unaware of. And um, some of it is very disheartening, you know, when I think about it. But I also think a lot about um, like things like generational curses, right? Things that get passed down. And um, I think a lot about maybe things that I'm going through and it's like, what happened? Mm -hmm. And so that's what kind of sparks that curiosity because I want to know more and I think what I appreciate about, and, you know, I wish I had like names that I could share examples, but just the fact that things, that knowledge and that history is actually being put out there more. Yes. Um, so that everybody knows this is, this is what happened. Yes. On the flip side, there's this, you know, conversation piece of wanting to take things out of the classroom. Yes. And uh, I'm like, Lord. yeah, we can't do that.
1: You can't erase history. It's History is here. History mm-hmm. is present. And it's going to be repeated if we're not careful. Exactly. Erasing history only allows it to be repeated. Yeah. And no one to unlearn anything. So I definitely agree with that. Um, and I don't see anything wrong with learning. When, when my children do something wrong, I don't just say, you did something wrong. I tell you what you're good at. I tell you how you could have fixed it. Mm -hmm. We talk about, yes, what happened, but how we could have approached that in a different way. Why can't we do that the same way with our history? Mm -hmm. Nobody's history is perfect. Mm -hmm. None of ours, Mm -hmm. personally or historically. You know what I mean? So I, I don't understand why we're so afraid of it. I, I don't think anybody has anything to fear other than, okay, we have some accountability. Yes, that was years ago, or yes, this happened several years ago, or whatever. Yes, let's be like, let's take accountability for it. We live mm. in a country where this happened, or hundreds of years ago, this happened. Let's take account- accountability for it and let's keep going. Yeah. Let's see how we can fix it, how it can change, or whatever. But, you know, erasing it is not going to do anything.
0: Yeah, I agree. For the ego. Well, maybe yeah. that's what it is, is. It is the ego, I think, mm-hmm. when we think about that. But mm-hmm. to, to your point, that's my biggest fear is we're going to try to remove it and then it's going to repeat itself. And then oh, absolutely. all of the work that so many people have mm-hmm. already done is mm-hmm. was in vain. Yeah. So it is definitely, you know, um, a, it can be a heavy conversation piece. But mm-hmm. I also think that if you can just listen yeah. and learn in the process mm-hmm. then you don't have to feel so like it's heavy right because it can be but I'm here for the learning experience yeah. in all walks of life mm-hmm. and that's genuinely what I'm trying to do is understand people of different colors of different genders of different sexual orientations as well mm-hmm. because that's another thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around and I'm speaking to non-binary people that's yes. I don't want to sound like a boomer but it's mm-hmm. new to me right yeah I don't I'm not I don't hate on it I'm just like let's talk about this because yeah. i I genuinely want to, want to understand.
1: understand
0: yeah so that's kind of you know where mm-hmm. that's my headspace and I think more people need to think like that people
1: need to listen to understand not listen to reply
0: mm-hmm. and
1: too many people are ready to just jump down somebody's throat mm. or say no instead of just listening to understand and try to absorb what it is somebody else is
0: saying. Yeah. So, um, I want to, I want to take it back to something you said earlier, because I, I have to wonder, you mentioned, you know, you went through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Was that, you know, after that was said and done, do you feel like you had to really find yourself again or know yourself more?
1: I felt like I had myself in a little box For Mm -hmm. over a decade and when that divorce was complete well actually during the divorce that box was opening sure um and then once it was complete you know I didn't have to carry the box now I could like put it down and unpack it and that's kind of how I felt like yay you know I'm unpacking this let's see what's inside and I was just more excited um I didn't feel like I had to relearn or anything I just felt like I could be me If that just makes sense. It was like, oh, there, there I am. You know, when you go through that box of stuff that you forgot you had, like, oh, there I am. That's kind of how I I
0: want to. it. I love that. And I'm also kind of heartbroken over it too, because Mm -hmm. I never want to hear that any of my friends have gone through that. I don't, I've never been married. Mm -hmm. I don't understand marriage. And I feel like I'm still growing up in that area because Mm -hmm. marriage is work. I'm positive. It is. It is. And. I'm also very, I'm a very, in that regard, I'm very traditional and I wouldn't want to go through a divorce. Mm -hmm. I would want to work it out. And I don't know your circumstances, Mm -hmm. but I feel like maybe I'm better off. Maybe I should just, you know, but I also, like you were unpacking some things, right? Mm -hmm. I would, I would be lying if I said that if, you know, if the time comes, right, when that time comes that I get married, I might be unpacking some of my things like, oh, I i'm a wife now right yeah but i don't want to get lost because i'm mean exactly and whoever that person is yes you have to come strong yeah i'm strong too yeah and so i i just want to you know so i know that i can be a lot too but i feel like i would have to do some unpacking on that journey because it's a new space because i i I know you know i say i don't know what a marriage is but i've watched people i grew up Mm -hmm. seeing people some some marriages i'm like that's beautiful and i've seen some marriages i'm like that's toxic
1: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly
0: so i and unfortunately seen more of the toxic side than yeah you know but i i do know that even in the perfect you know picture perfect there's still some things going on there they just yes handle it different i assume so absolutely
1: no i think it was you know and and i think he would agree i think that was the best thing for both of us at this Mm. point Mm -hmm. um you know I did a lot of things for my family, sure. including getting yeah. married. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't always necessarily for me. Not that I didn't love him. I absolutely did. But, you know, we were doing the traditional route. And this is mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it just wasn't, Um, again, if you, throughout life and whatever relationship is, if you are not listening to people to understand, you're listening to reply, mm-hmm. or you're just going to ignore all the way then you can't be in that relationship, whatever yeah. relationship that is. Yeah. And so, no, it was more freeing for me. Not that I went out and had, you know, 6th Street on my mind and I <laughs> was out till 3. But, no, it was just emotionally freeing. It was just – I just could be me. I just felt yeah. like I'm, I'm coming out again. Yeah. This is me.
0: Well, I mean, I again, I'm glad that mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, 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 but I will also say that again, you know, I, I wish that wasn't like you put yourself in a box, right? And so maybe some of you, or maybe you felt like you couldn't be who you truly were in that situation. But, but it has
1: taught me so much. I will never again be put
0: in a box. Mm.
1: I do have, you know, concessions. I know that when I am with someone, I will have to compromise on things, but I also know that that person in order for me to compromise Has to be a communicator. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. I've forgiven myself and my life for not making it through that. But anything I do coming forward, I come with a better handbook for me. Yeah. Not for anybody else. For me. Sure. These are the things I need. You're going to come with the things that you need. Mm -hmm. And let's see how we can work these out.
0: Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. And I think that that's how it should be. I think a lot of, people i i know a lot of people that got married too young Mm -hmm. and then they realized ah you know maybe they thought they were this one person but it turns out they weren't and so i think you know like you got to give yourself some time you know Mm -hmm. you think you know who you are but i mean i'm not the person i was no and we're still
1: learning i'm i'm sure i'm not the person i was last year
0: for sure you know yeah because i give myself
1: a a challenge Ever since I've gotten divorced, you know, okay, this challenge is to be stronger and be able to be vocal. Okay. Now the next time my next challenge is to create these boundaries. And and we talked about boundaries. You know, so I give myself those challenges because I can't be the people pleaser all the time. And right. I am very much a people pleaser. I you know, the mm-hmm. soft side comes out and I'm like, Oh, I feel so bad. But um at the end of the day, I also need to be able to sleep at night. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, um, you know, I give myself that that challenge, and I'm gonna be different every year. Yeah, but, but for the better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, that is always Hopefully. the goal, right? <laughs> be a better version. Because if you're uh, regressing, it's like, well, let's look yeah. back at something. Or things. if you're
1: the same one, you know, have you learned anything? Yeah. Have you opened up a book? Have you experienced life? Are mm-hmm. you listening to anybody? Are you absorbing mm-hmm. anything?
0: Yeah,
1: I don't want to be stagnant either.
0: <clears throat> no, absolutely not. I have mm-hmm. been in not. I can't say I spent a year being stagnant, but I have like had. Months where I'm like, yeah, what is happening on. right yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and so sometimes you just gotta stir things up, right? You have to, like you said, open up a book. Yep. Um, it could even be as something as simple as go for a hike. Yes. And look at nature differently. Try to be, be present in that.
1: Go try a different restaurant. <clears throat> go
0: to yeah. the farmer's market. Go to this
1: strange little hole in the wall. <laughs> I'm right? big on like local and small business owners because they're all so different. They're all so creative. I'm like, let me see what this is about. And those are some of the most fun places to be. And it opens your eyes. and, And I'm always amazed at some of these places at who wants to just talk to you. People will
0: just talk to you. Yeah, and I
1: feel like that's what everybody yeah. wants to do. Everybody just wants. Somebody they just to, want talk to talk. To yeah. They do. They really
0: do. And girl, mm-hmm. i don't have conversations with anyone. If yeah. you talk to me. I'm not gonna be like, oh, get away yeah. from me. It's yeah. like you're
1: like, did we just become best
0: friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I I definitely do. I love that too, and I think that you know, unfortunately, COVID changed a lot of that for mm-hmm. some people, and we got into our comfort zones, yes. and it really wasn't a comfort zone. No. It was uh, it kind of was detrimental to a lot of people and and we're just now able to come out of that and some of us forgot how to people
1: yes definitely (laughs) yeah there's a lot of people who forgot how to people like like, do you don't do that no no let's not do that at all actually (laughs) start over yeah okay and then my thing is like did we go back to not washing our hands because i've seen that a couple times too i'm like really we're gonna yeah. do that
0: yeah after we
1: ran out of hand sanitizer you're gonna stop washing your hands now do you not remember what we went through
0: i know i know <laughs> please go wash your hands yeah i know i've seen some things too and i'm like
1: uh, uh. <sighs> <Okay.
0: laughs>
1: you're not cooking are you right are you the chef
0: i know oh my not- gosh you're not cutting Take up this the back. lettuce. I know, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But no, I, I think that that's all, that's all good. Um, what, you know, we're talking a little bit about some of those things that you went through after the divorce, the unpacking and mm-hmm. all of that. What words of advice can you give to anyone who might be on their own journey to kind of try to identify with who they are or figuring out who they are? And it, not even related to like, you know the race or or the ethnicity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh just in just life in general because mm-hmm. life is so crazy right now. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that are happening that and I feel like especially you know the younger generation, you know, mm-hmm. what types of what would you say to people? So
1: that's kind of tough, but I, I again I go back to I had support groups that I was involved in. And by involved, I mean a passive, mm-hmm. in a passive way. Like, I would read their story. I would encourage other women. I never really, sh- you know, shared my story. But reading their story, seeing how much our lives were the same and how much our pain was very similar, mm-hmm. helped me get through things. Sure. Um, having a, a tight circle, if you have one. I, I tell my kids all the time, you don't need to be the most popular person. Mm -hmm. You don't need 20 friends. You need one good friend. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. And if you have that one good person, whoever that is to bounce things off of, um, some people journal. For me, what worked for me was joining different groups that I could read passively, like on Facebook or Instagram and things like that. And I didn't really have to join, but I could be a part of it. I could read it. I could feel for that person because they were going through something similar like me. Mm -hmm. I could give them advice. Um, That's what I would say. If you're having a hard time with anything, find there's a club and a support group for just about anything, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be actively involved in it.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, sometimes just reading other people's thoughts and feelings about it Mm -hmm. is therapeutic. And it it definitely was for me because like I said, I'm a very private person when it comes to my true feelings about Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel brave enough or at the time strong enough to share what I was going through, but it helped to read those other things from people. Yeah,
0: that's good.
1: That and just take away one of your fears. Go out and like you said, I... It's hard because we just talked about COVID and I know people are alone, but I'm not afraid to walk around by myself. I'm mm-hmm. not afraid to eat at a restaurant alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to grab coffee by myself. I'm not afraid to go to a well-lit park during the day by myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well-lit <laughs> yes, yes, park, yes, people.
1: Yes, <laughs> You know, I'm not afraid to go shopping or just walk the mall or shoot, walk Target. Mm. Sometimes just that's Okay, Target though is
0: dangerous, girl. Is it's it? bad for my bank account.
1: It <laughs> is, but you stay in the clearance racks and then you just walk around and pretend like you're going to buy stuff. You know what? I'm and then you go that. to Ross and actually buy it. Right. Because you're like, I can find this at Ross, you know? <laughs> or just go to Ross. But for me, it's a lot of, I'm a very go, 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 go person. I'm anxious by nature. So giving my time to slow down mm. and just... Hey, literally just walk around and absorb things, whether it's at the store, joining a club, taking an art class. I mean, they have so many things you could just do online mm-hmm. and do by yourself and get your brain out of it. I garden. Yeah. I'm not the best gardener, but for me, that's when my brain can be completely empty. And that's what I think. Like, maybe it's that. Maybe just find something that you love that makes your brain empty.
0: Yeah. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I definitely have some things that I do that, mm-hmm. that for just... a minute, I just forget that yes. this other stuff is happening. Yes. And this is what my focus mm-hmm. is. And mm-hmm. I and we need that. Our attention spans are like this. Yes. So when you can really focus on something, mm-hmm. that means you're doing something that you love. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. All right, girl. Well, it's time for what I like to call rapid fire. This, oh, is, loud. A, this is actually a kind of an, its new segment. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just okay. answer them. Okay. okay. First thing that okay. comes I'm into your think. head. Okay. Don't think. Empty your brain.
1: Okay. <laughs> All
0: I'm right. Up. You get the best of me when? When do we get the best of Mercedes?
1: When I am heard. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: All right. I was also
1: going to say, and you feed me
0: oh okay hey, yeah i'm gonna see <laughs> i should have asked this before yeah. then i would have been like see would have been like a uh. no no yeah. this is great this is great I've um what uh you can count on me too to always listen i will always listen nice um what is your theme song
1: oh oh that one you can't just come off the cuff with that <laughs> See, I plugged it in. I love that. Um, I don't know. Ooh, that one. I I I wouldn't even know where to begin. I'm going through every song Mariah has. I oh, can here we find go. It. Yeah. Um, where is it? Big, big
0: Mariah fan. Oh, huge, huge. I have no clue. Well, I'll let you think about that one. Okay. You can answer us later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is uh one thing that people are often what is the biggest misconception people have about you
1: that i'm just that i'm just one thing i am a multifaceted person
0: mm. okay what is what do you think that one thing do what do they like um
1: so when i was younger i just thought i was plain jane i learned that i'm okay looking and i've had people just tell me how okay looking i am
0: we're saying there's there's not okay looking y'all thinking there's no (laughs)
1: brains behind it you know thinking that i'm not smart or anything like that and i'm like smart enough to not talk to you anymore yeah what was the song question again i think I might your theme song okay my theme song is pure honey by beyonce right now if i could pick one
0: i'm gonna have to listen to that one because i don't think i've heard it yes
1: that one's good you gotta listen to it
0: uh all right if you were invisible what would you do
1: I'd probably just tap everybody's shoulder <laughs> and try not to laugh, you know? Oh. Because deep inside, I do wanna take things, but I don't wanna steal. So I'd probably just like randomly tap people's shoulders in the store. <laughs> just be, let them, like, what the? You
0: know? <laughs> just crap like that. Just you know, if someone ever stuff. does that to me, I'm gonna be like, yes, what, Mercedes? Mercedes. <laughs> I see you, kind of. <laughs> right? I feel oh. your aura. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is something that never fails to make you laugh?
1: Um, something that never fails to make me laugh. Somebody falling,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> it's so terrible. I it know. It is so terrible. It is. And on,
1: when I see them on Instagram and they show these videos, I'm like, I feel guilty while I'm watching it, but I'm like, they wouldn't have posted it if they didn't want me to laugh. <laughs> you know? So that's one of the talk throughs I have to do for myself.
0: Yeah, you you you'd uh, love hanging out with me because yeah. I'm pretty clumsy. Yeah. It, it's terrible. Yeah, yes. I I don't even know how it happens half the time. I'm like, what? There was oh nothing on you the floor. You know what
1: also makes me laugh is the throat. Like when people like get saliva stuck in their throat in <laughs> mid conversation, they're like, I just
0: can't. Watch. That actually, so I'm like, what's going on? To my mentor today, I had a mentor meeting, uh-huh. and she was going on about this uh-huh. development, and, you're and like in it, suddenly in it. yeah, in and it. suddenly she was like, Ugh. yeah. And she put herself on mute. Yeah. And she yeah. said, oh, I'm sorry about that. I yeah. must have choked on apparently saliva. Yeah. And I was like.
1: It's one of those moments where like you're in class and you're not supposed to laugh. But you're like.
0: <laughs> I'm just I really, yeah. I just kind of had to look away. I yes. was like, oh my. Because she's my mentor. I was going to be yes. like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I but laughed. inside, yeah. I was like dying. I probably would have laughed i'm not
0: gonna lie i really just i looked away and i was typing something real quick i only have so much self-control
1: because if it were me i'd laugh too you know i don't want anybody to think like if i fall i'm not laughing i'm
0: hella laughing it has happened to me Mm -hmm. and i'm like what what happened did i forget to swallow yeah yeah. that's not okay (laughs) should i go to my doctor (laughs) is my throat closing right what's like what's going on exactly I and I are you practicing Arabic or something <sighs> I know I felt so bad for her I was like <laughs> I would have just laughed I would oh, put myself on mute boy. and been like
1: girl my my computer's frozen
0: right <laughs> right oh I gotta <laughs> it's just frozen like I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was it. That w- those were my questions. Yeah, Rapid fire. Yay! They got to be quicker next time, though. I
1: know. I know. You got to check out Pure Honey.
0: I uh, will check out Pure Honey.
1: Um, that is a Beyonce song of her new album, which, you know, um, keep in mind, I might be selling feet pics so I can go to this concert, you know?
0: Girl. I know. She got know. everyone taking money out of their 401k. k. <laughs>
1: I'm like... I'm like, I mean, really? Is that house that big of an accomplishment? I know, right? Yeah, I can live with my mom for right. a couple of years. I agree, right? yeah. No, I'm just
0: kind of like,
1: what? I can live off of ramen. I can't, but, you know, I'll sacrifice.
0: <laughs> but, you know, truly, mm-hmm. concert tickets in general are That's just... Stupid. Yeah.
1: At this point, I just need to try out to be a background dancer. So well, at least I can be there. Well,
0: at this point, I'm just having to give up on seeing some of these people in concert. Like, yes. I'm good. I know.
1: That makes me sad because it I does. feel like she's already in her forties. So is how many she? yeah. How she's many not times? older
0: than us, does she? Or she She's
1: like forty one or forty two.
0: I really did not know that. Yeah. I'm thinking she's still in her mid thirties. No,
1: she's so I mean and she's got kids, so yeah. how much longer is she gonna tour? At this point, she just tours whenever she wants. So I mean, unlike, Tina
0: Turner could do it.
1: She could, but hers also didn't cost, no joke.
0: That's true. Just
1: unlike the balcony, it was already 400
0: $500. Where is she performing? Houston. Oh, it's in Houston. That's mm-hmm. where she's from, right? hmm Give the people the discount, Beyonce. Something. Friends and Something. family. Are you, Are you living in this economy? Do you have to, you know, how much more money do you need? Exactly. Yeah. That's Can true. I plug in my stuff really quick? Though? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So... Let us know.
1: Yes. If you want to follow my model page, which I would love to have followers, it's at web Mm W-E-B-B. What is that? Underscore. (laughs) There you go. Nouvelle. N-O-U-V-E-L-L-E. And that is like the new Mercedes. So when I made that model page, that was like, that was what that was. That was my rebirth. But as a model.
0: Is that so, what Nouvelle means? Nouvelle means new. Yeah. I'm so glad that you pronounced it because I was like, I have to get Mercedes to say it because I'm okay. sure that I'm going to say, yeah. I would have said it Nouvelle, but I was really like, yeah. what if it's all French and what? Is it, it French? Is. Okay. It is. Okay. It's
1: Nouvelle. Oh, ho, ho. Uh. You have to add that oh. when you look for it or else it doesn't come up.
0: Make sure you got, I don't know how to spell that y'all. Oh, ho, ho. Just look for that. <laughs> uh no awesome yes absolutely um i i was gonna you know tag you in some of these things you know too so that everybody knew um because i definitely do want to share your page there's you have some excellent photos you you just one of the photographers actually they had like an exhibit right
1: yes i was at the exhibit at brick blue star so if you go upstairs at brick blue star um his name is drapla studios drapa i have to double check it but we can put it down. I later. will
0: look for it. Yes. What is it? Drapla?
1: Yes. I... And and he um, put some of his favorite photos. He was one of the ones that I worked with that I came out with a a, a concept, and we just ran with it. And it was just about I love colors those and free. Yeah, and yeah. So it's a lot of blue. It's a lot of fluorescent colors and things yeah. like that. And I love. It was them. good. It was yeah. good.
0: And then what about uh, the wedding experience? Oh, at the, ult- the Ultimate Wedding Experience.
1: So you can do at Ultimate Wedding Experience. And that is the new version of a wedding expo. So instead of going to a, you know, what, civic center or something and mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. 500 booths there and your anxiety has gone up and there's so many people running around, you have no idea. We are actually putting on a wedding. And so actually... One of the weddings we're putting on is a vow renewal for a couple who the wife is on is in cancer remission mm. and she during COVID couldn't celebrate her 50th birthday mm-hmm. and then she ended up being diagnosed with cancer so now she's mm. in remission so we're giving her and her husband a free wedding with some of their family mm. and then another one um the other micro wedding and it's just a smaller version of a wedding. And they're going to have theirs uh, because they just had a bunch of things happen in their lives. So we picked them to also have a wedding. So two mm-hmm. weddings during that time. But either way, we're having different types of food, local vendors, small business owners that um, that would be really nice to support. They do anything from dresses to food to cakes to um cookies to jewelry and hats like you name it we've got every kind of vendor there the difference is it's going to look like you're in an actual wedding Mm
0: -hmm. instead
1: of going somewhere where you're going to see 500 booths yeah so you get to that's why it's called the ultimate wedding experience you experience the wedding you can see the table settings and how you could have them at home you could see the ice sculpture the dj the cakes that can be made and everything that we're doing for the ultimate wedding experience is affordable elegance. Mm, I love that. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants to have an well, not everybody, but a lot of us want to have that dream elegant wedding. Sure, you know. Yeah. Um. But it's truly something that we can all have. And like I said, these are all local vendors local vendors yes and a lot of them are woman-owned which makes me really happy yeah and so these are a lot of type a personalities that like to get things done too
0: yes (laughs) i love that i'll definitely get some more details from you and we'll put it in the in the show notes because i'd love to give some shout outs especially since they're local yes absolutely. Um, my listeners know right this is it's about community and so anytime i can hype it up Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it because there's nothing better than local yes Um, i'm a
1: big supporter of that and without <clears throat> us local and you know what do we have we just have big box places yeah. where nobody really cares about personalization so.
0: yeah right mm-hmm. awesome any other plugs that you would like to throw in there no
1: um no I think that's good I I think embracing if I could leave with the note my only note would be embrace those who are different um mm. because no matter how superficially different we look, we are all very much the same.
0: Yes. In our souls. We bleed the same. Yes. I've been saying that. Mm-hmm. We all bleed the same. We're all
1: going through something, mm-hmm. you know, take a breath, support people.
0: You uh, know, yeah. I love it. Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so mm-hmm. very, very much for mm-hmm. being on. Um, it was so good to see you after... Oh, too Very, many years too i'm many not years. even gonna
1: count them yeah, we're not we're, gonna do that to doesn't ourselves. matter mm-hmm. yeah that
0: would be disrespectful uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but seriously i appreciate that you came on you shared your you know your stories you mm-hmm. are vulnerable and that means a lot to me um you know this is i always tell everyone this is a safe space um so always be open to share and i appreciate that you came on and did that yeah i uh uh, I'm rooting for you because I'm seeing some big things. Thank I see you. your pictures and I'm like, I Thank know her. You. You.
1: <laughs> I would love to come back on when I have my entrepreneur thing. Yeah. I, I'm building it. And so, like I said, I'm very...
0: What do you... Secretive. Do you want to talk a
1: little bit not about yet. Okay, not, not yet. Okay, that's fair. But when it comes time to, absolutely, I would
0: love okay. to come
1: on. I would love to for you to come and experience it with me.
0: Okay, that's, so a, that's... I love it. that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. no, I... I. I um. I would love to be a part of that and to experience that. And I am truly motivated by the entrepreneur because Mm -hmm. that's a different breed of person. Lord Jesus, say some prayers. You got this though. You got this. I'm excited to see whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you are working on. That's a good thing to -hmm. be looking forward to. But um, interesting times at the... speed dating at the zoo we're not talking about that on this episode but I do want to let y'all know we will be talking about it um I'm pretty sure that some of y'all if you listened to the last episode then you definitely remember us talking about that so we put it out that uh event was actually this past Saturday um I'm not going to give any details I'm going to leave it I'm going to hold it but yeah uh, it was a very interesting experience so stay tuned y'all more to come so That's pretty much what we got for tonight. Um, To everybody uh, who is listening, as always, thank you so much for the support. You know that it means a lot to me and Kat. And speaking of Kat, uh, well, she's obviously not here tonight. But she's going to be back, y'all, again with the scheduling and the logistics. We will get it down and we'll figure it out. Um, But she will be back. Um, if you are just now joining us, thank you so much for yes. being a part of the show tonight. You can follow the podcast on Instagram. The handle is off underscore the Cuff podcast. And you can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes Podcast. We put out episodes every other Wednesday. So stay tuned. Keep an eye out on the Instagram page. I'm constantly putting things out there. Um, this month we are celebrating Black History Month. So that's sort of been the theme and what I've been sharing. Um, but let's keep the conversation going because Black History Month shouldn't be a month. It should be, we should be talking about that mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but thank you again, everybody. Thank you, Mercedes, for being yes. on the show. Thank you. And we will see y'all or we will catch y'all mm-hmm. next time. All right. Big love y'all. Bye.